Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. want to say thank you so much for joining me today as we talk about some video games but before we do that i want to thank you all so much for listening to the just working it out episodes it's a fantastic new series that i've been dying to try it's been on my brain for like eight months just trying to conceptualize it and figure out how i'm going to go about it it's going to be a continuous process the first episode was definitely a good start to give you guys an idea of what i'm going for obviously episode two i think went into a very good direction with Brandon. So shout out to Brandon for being a part of that. And just the, just the feedback we've gotten so far has been truly phenomenal and I'm beyond grateful for it. And just, just to know that like you guys out there really like the change of pace, just something different for the show is fantastic. Cause it's, you know, it could be daunting to try something new and you know, what if no one likes it, obviously it, uh, your, you know, your time is very important to me. So uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much for checking that out. And I do want to ask for a favor real quick. If you have time, if you remember when you're done listening to the episode or during this episode, if you can scroll down to the bottom, if you're on Apple podcast and give the show a rating, it'd mean a lot to me. Rating the show allows for us to show up on other people's searches. So like if they search video games and whatnot, we actually have a higher chance of popping up on their search engine. So if you're listening on Spotify, please give us a follow and then consider rating us. Um, I just, it mean a lot to me. So thank you guys so much for all your constant support. It's just been truly remarkable. And today I'd like to talk about a few different things here. And one of them is video game wars. So it's been really fun to do video game wars so far. Uh, the Call of Duty one was great. I had a lot of different answers. Literally no one precisely put Call of Duty 4, which I think is shocking because Modern Warfare 1, uh, you know, the original is just such a huge title. I really was expecting a lot more of that, but uh, World at War took the cake, and I'm I'm pretty happy about that. That's actually my personal favorite as well. And then this last week end, excuse me, uh, we did uh, the Mario games, the Super Mario games. So sorry, I'm drawing a blank. It's been a long ass day, uh, and I'm trying to get this audio to work. My microphone's creating too much white noise, so it's been a little rough. So I do apologize if I'm not on top of it today, but you know, we did the Super Mario video game wars and a lot of the answers were actually pretty on on par or on point with like what I expected or anticipated. So shout out to all you guys out there for being a part of that. That was a lot of fun. 
And then, you know, speaking of Call of Duty with like the video game wars, I do kind of want to jump into Call of Duty's Operation Monarch, which is to celebrate Godzilla versus King Kong uh, a whole year later after the movie's already been out. So <laughs> I feel like the timing's a little weird, but uh, I honestly didn't really know what to expect. I'm not really the biggest Call of Duty fan anymore. I just think Warzone's so stale and boring, and I think the loadouts are an absolute detriment to the game mode. But now I can see why people probably like loadouts because they've completely taken World War II weapons and ruined them entirely. And that really bothers the hell out of me. Uh, I'm not saying it has to be completely historically accurate, but it just, they just don't even look like real guns anymore from the era. And it's just so weird to look at when you're landing on these maps and, and you know, you're grabbing World War II weapons, but someone or like my loadout's a fucking M4A1. And I don't know. It's just weird. Not a huge fan of Call of Duty right now, and I know Modern Warfare 2 just got a release date today as I'm recording this, and it's October 28th, and there's supposed to be an Escape from Tarkov-type game mode, so I think there's a lot of potential there, and I hope they deliver. Uh, but back to the Godzilla, you know, Operation Monarch. I think it is cool that, like, Godzilla and King Kong are on a map. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty cool at first. I just think Call of Duty isn't the game for that, and I think a lot of fans probably feel that way, but I'm sure there's a lot of fans that also love it, too. Uh, I just I couldn't really get on board with it. And I, I did have fun in my match. I, I won't disagree with that. I think I got like eighth place by myself and I solo queued and I was, you know, going up against teams of four or, you know, mixed matched, uh, you know, groups of teams. So I feel like ninth place for a guy who wasn't even hiding, like I, I was just wandering around <laughs> uh, is pretty good. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I had fun. I would say uh, please check it out. But I think it's actually over this week as this recording comes out. So I don't know. You can double check and see if it's still out when you hear this, but it's nothing to really freak out about. It's just like, you know, a solid 10 minutes of fan service. That's pretty cool. And then you're like, all right, well, I'm out of here. So their uh, their bundles are fucking just ridiculously expensive. They're tw it's $24 for an operator and a few weapons that have like these sweet looking skins and stuff. But I just, I don't know. I just can't get on board with it. And then with Modern Warfare 2 already getting a release date for October 28th, Regardless of things carrying over, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more badass stuff to acquire or earn in that game. So I kind of want nothing to do with this Warzone bullshit. Uh, so that's that's my quick opinion on Call of Duty. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to Modern Warfare 2. I really hope that they deliver a good, ex a fresh Call of Duty experience. I think there's still potential buried in this franchise to, to really relive the good days. And I think the Modern Warfare reboot, honestly, was pretty good at launch. I just think Warzone killed it. And I know a lot of people love Warzone out there, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I personally just am not feeling it. But at the same time, the traditional Call of Duty experience is plagued by fucking terrible respawns. So <laughs> I guess you're kind of screwed either way um, from the from what I'm looking for from Call of Duty. But uh, next up is Halo Infinite. So Halo Infinite's entrenched event came out today, and it's going to last for, it's going to run for two weeks. It's going to come back, I think, three different times this season. It's where you can get this uh, World War II steampunk look in Spartan armor. You can earn it for free. Uh, the, the the event pass so far is actually really good. And I think the store this week's cool. There's something called the Praetorian Zephyr or something like that. And it's just uh, these nice bronze gold looking weapon skins. And it's for every UNSC weapon. So I think that's amazing. It's only eight bucks, but they're legendary skins. And I do think they look nice for what they are. And you know, thankfully with like with the stances and whatnot and these being loadout weapons and weapons that you're going to use consistently, it's nice to get these kind of skins. Obviously, it's purely cosmetic, though. You don't have to do it. Uh, I haven't played Land Grab. Like I said, today's been a really long day, so I'll have to report back on that. 
But another reason why I'm talking about Halo today, actually two more reasons. Um, I think I might have a problem. I, I love the Halo Infinite campaign still. I fucking think it's amazing. I think there is shortcomings. You know, you can go back and listen to my review for that. But I love it. I love it so much. And I think the reason why I love it so much is, yes, like Halo is my favorite franchise. And like Halo 5 was just so disappointing across the board with the campaign. Obviously, Halo Infinite is going to take the cake when it comes to the two. I don't think it really didn't take much, to be honest. But for years and years and years, I've wanted like a somewhat open world Halo since ODST came out. And I think that we, you know, because we finally have it to an extent, it's just it's fucking phenomenal. And I love it so much. And playing it with the season two updates, whatever they've done, it just it does feel like there is a slight difference to it. But I'm also playing on my Series X when I originally played the game on the Series S. And I, I just got to say, it's it's fucking fun. Co-op needs to hurry up and come out. I want to play co-op so bad with like every single person that needs either help with, uh, you know, legendary or just people who want to just experience it. But I fucking love this game. Seriously, the campaign is ridiculous. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I think it's crazy to hop on this campaign and just have so much fun still. Like, I think that's a testament to it. Like I said, there's a lot of shortcomings and. I think there's some very easy oversights I, from 343, I, you know, w- whether it be like biomes, no co-op at launch, no mission replayability, just maybe like ODSTs with you, maybe uh, more, maybe better roads for like Warthogs or I don't know. There's just so many subtle things they could have done to make this campaign even more of an experience for fans out there. Uh, so I definitely understand those critiques, but for me, I still love this campaign and I'm so excited to like continue to play it. It's, it's mind blowing to say that there's so many other good games to play right now. And here I am just still playing Halo Infinite. So pretty crazy stuff. So apparently EA electronic arts is looking to sell or merge with a company. And I I think that's interesting because, you know, EA kind of sucks right now. Honestly, like besides Respawn Entertainment with Apex and then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, you know, the sports games are just so fucking stale. They're like the same game every year. Every year I see Angry Joe's Madden NFL or yeah, Madden NFL, you know, review. And it's like embarrassingly bad how the customization's almost been the same for like three games now. And just so many little details or like things they cut from a previous entry whether it be a feature or just something that, you know, quality of life, something that was good. Uh, You know, FIFA, it does really good, but it's also like a money grab. And I don't know. I remember back in the day, like playing the NASCAR games or, or, you know, the Madden games, you know, with my brothers or just, you know, my, you know, my cousin Jarrett, more so the NASCAR for him. But, you know, those games were fucking fun. They weren't greedy. They felt like they had a lot of content. You know, there's team, you know, they had like NASCAR total team control where you, you can like, if you're choosing like the Hendrix Motorsports, if you know NASCAR, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, sorry, you might be, you know, wondering what the hell I'm saying for like the next 30 seconds. But yeah, like if you knew Hendrick Motorsports, you can drive as like Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, as Dale Earnhardt. And I fucking forgot who the other guy was on the team at the time. But they always like added different features, added different career modes, uh, tracks. You know, I just felt like there was a lot more variety in NASCAR games as they were made back in the day and even the Madden games. So it's really, it's really a shame to see the state of the sports games right now. And it sucks that the gaming industry is just nothing but like how much money can they make off microtransactions and battle passes and loot boxes. Uh, You know, I just feel like the quality of gaming has gone downhill, but this is something we've kind of talked about on the game pass or (laughs) game pass uh, podcast before 
where it's just a corporate business now. It's not, it's no longer like the passion of game developers providing these stories and experiences for us. Unfortunately, there's a investors involved and corporate juggernauts who, you know, they got to make their money back. It's just the way the business works. And it's just, it's tough to swallow that pill sometimes. That's all. Uh, moving on from video games, believe it or not, the rest of the shows kind of just nothing but uh, entertainment releases coming up. So we have Top Gun Maverick coming out this week. I think Tom Cruise is fantastic. I know he's got some hot takes out there, whether it's Scientology or going crazy on Oprah, but <laughs> so many years ago, uh, the, the dude is fantastic. I have such a respect for him doing most of his own stunts. It's fucking incredible and, and so daunting to like see it because I'm like, I don't know how you had the balls to do that, but okay. So I can't wait to see Top Gun Maverick. Uh, that comes out in theaters May 27th. So I definitely can't wait to you know see that and kind of talk about it. We also have the Obi-Wan TV series coming out this week. And it's going to be a two-series premiere. So there's going to be two episodes that come out. Or I'm sorry, two-episode premiere. I said two-series. Uh, there's two episodes coming out with the release of this show. And I, I can't wait for that. I really hope it's good. I'm scared, but I'm happy at the same time to see Christian Haydenson and Ewan McGregor reprising their roles. So I can't wait to see that. And then we also have Stranger Things 4 Part 1 coming out this year. I'm sorry, this week. And I'm really excited for this. I really love Stranger Things. I think, you know, when the original two seasons came out, they were mind-blowing. And I know season three, a lot of people don't like it, but I'm I'm still okay with it. I would give it like a 6.5 out of 10 or something. Like, I, I still enjoyed it. It definitely had its shortcomings, but I thought it was still fun. So I'm really excited to see what they do with Stranger Things 4. The trailers have looked great. I haven't really dived too much into it because I kind of just want to be surprised at what happens. But the, the series, I'm sorry, the season finale is 2.5. Two and a half hours long, so it's definitely going to be quite the experience, and I can't wait to you know watch that and kind of report back on it. Next up, we have a new trailer for Thor Love and Thunder that came out yesterday as I'm recording this, so that came out May 23rd, and it showed Gore the God Butcher, which is played by Christian Bale. He is somebody who had to watch his family be murdered, and now he's on a revenge quest, basically, a vengeful quest to kill all the gods, so... We're definitely going to see something like that. And I, I think the movie looks great. We have Natalie Portman playing Jane Foster again, but now she's also Thor, which also happens in the comics, if you didn't know. Uh, you know, we have Guardians of the Galaxy in it. They're probably only going to be in it for, honestly, like the first 15 minutes, and then they're probably just going to fuck off and do their own thing. <laughs> uh, but I'm really excited to see this movie. Uh, this last trailer kind of got me hyped up for it. So I'm curious to see where we go from here. I think Chris Hemsworth is so good in this role, and I think Taika Waititi is really good at directing these films, so I'm really looking forward to it. You know, and Taika was also quoted recently saying that he thinks Gore, the God Butcher, is one of the best Marvel villains yet. So I, I think that's fantastic, because I know Christian Bale is really good at what he does. You know, he's a good actor, so I'm really excited to see this character brought to life, so hopefully it all pays off for these guys. Uh, next up is something that hasn't paid off very well in terms of fan reception is uh, She-Hulk. So She-Hulk got its reveal trailer. Uh, She-Hulk she is played by Tatiana Maslany, a uh, fantastic act actress from, I think, The Robot Show. It's, I almost said iRobot, but it's something else. Anyway, she's a very popular actress, and she looks great as She-Hulk. I think they're doing really good with that. The problem is the CGI looks fucking horrible. Like... Damn, the CGI looks so bad. I cannot believe how bad it looks. So hopefully they kind of figure something out there and, you know, clean that up before the show comes out. Uh, we also have the Miss Marvel TV show coming out, I think, June 8th or something like that. So we'll have to see how that goes. I'm not really looking forward to it. I think the character's cool, but 
I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. So we're we'll have to wait and see though. I'd rather, you know, see it for myself before making any judgments. But something I did see for myself and I do want to make some judgments about uh, is the Halo TV series. So the Halo TV series uh, had its season finale last week. And I got to tell you, it's fucking weird. I don't even know. A part of me really enjoyed it, but there's spoilers ahead before I even say anything. So just just a heads up. I'm going to talk about what happens. But basically, um, if you're still here, Master Chief basically lets himself die or I don't even know how to really describe it, but he basically dies so Cortana can take over his body and complete the mission. Which, statistically, you know, the way the show works, you know, these AI are there to make the combat effectiveness even better for Spartans or the UNSC. But it's just so fucking stupid the way they go about it. And even though, like, the scenes were all cool, because I think the action for the show is very well done. I think the CGI can be, you know made a little bit better but honestly it's not too far off from being a really good you know combat show when it comes to halo like i think the story sucks ass i think all the actors are great they're just they're horribly written their characters are just horribly written in my opinion um but i i think the action's great i think the they need to figure out how the weapons work though like the dmr is fully automatic all of a sudden and then the br is fully automatic but then the assault rifle isn't i don't fucking know i wish they'd just figure that out i don't know how you fuck that up uh, you know, unfortunately I am a Halo fan, you know, a, a giant Halo fan. So like some of the accuracy kind of matters to me. I'm not saying it has to be just like the games, but it's like, don't fuck everything up. You know, you don't, I don't know. It's so, it's so annoying, but yeah. So get to get back to it. Master chief basically lets himself die to save the Spartans and retake the forerunner artifact, which is a wayfinder essentially to find the Halo ring. And Cortana, when she's Basically taking over Chief's body goes full Master Chief. So like <laughs> her taking over the body makes him basically look like he should from the games. And then she also, you, obviously because she's an AI, she calls in the uh, Condor, which is a buffed up Pelican or beefed up Pelican that can actually be an assault ship from Halo Wars. Or that's where it originally got came out. Uh, she uses the Condor to assist herself when she's taking over Chief's body to fight everything and she fucks everything up. It's really badass. But then that's it. Like Chief's dead and like Cortana Chief just looks at the camera and then it goes to a black screen. I'm like, dude, at first I thought it was cool. But the more I think about it, it really pisses me off. And I just I really don't know what to think. Obviously, Chief is going to come back as a zombie. I don't know. I guess it's the walking dead now. I don't fucking know. All I know is Quan is a useless character and I mean, absolutely no offense to like this storyline, you know, all the actors who are part of this storyline. I think Soren as a Spartan is completely wasted uh, and the actor who I'm forgetting the name of, but he's a very talented actor. I just think all these actors just, you know, I appreciate like the effort that they put in and so much of the crew that's a part of the show. But I think like the writing itself is just fucking abysmal and it's so astonishing that they could fuck it up so bad. So yeah, like, honestly, I, I still recommend the Halo TV show to any Halo fans out there. Just understand, you're probably going to hate most of it. But for the action that does exist, it's not terrible. Honestly, if you could just YouTube the action scenes, I'd probably do that. Also, you know, Pablo Schreiber is a fantastic chief. I <coughs> Excuse me, that just hit me out of nowhere. Um, He's a fantastic chief. I think the guy's a great actor. Uh, I love him as Master Chief. I just hate that the fucking helmet comes off so much. And then he also, I think he's not wearing his armor in terms of runtime more than he's actually wearing his armor. 
So there's just a lot of frustrating shit that they did that just really didn't need to be done. And then like in the ending fight scene, you know, in the arena that they're at, at this covenant ritual site, the prophets truth, mercy, and regret are just fucking floating there. And it's like, well, why didn't you just take the condor and kill the covenant leadership? They're right there. I don't know. It's fucking mind blowing to me. Uh, how stupid how writers can be like it, it literally just seems like these writers wanted to make a sci-fi show which is fucking awesome like props to them but they didn't know how they wanted to do it with a franchise it's like someone told them like okay well you want to make a sci-fi show that's great but you have to do it with a halo ip and they're like what the fuck is halo so this is what we got this tv show um I probably sound super aggressive, but I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I'm a very passionate fan, and it just feels like the fucking Star Wars sequels all over again. It's like, how dumb can you be? Like, it's not that fucking hard <laughs> to to make these characters like their counterparts from the books, from the media that they come from, the video games. I'm not saying you have to copy it at all. I, I totally respect, you know, trying to provide that creative freedom. You know, I think that's awesome. But when it's not even like a recognizable version of the character from the games, then it's like, well, what are you really doing? Cause it sounds like you're not really accomplishing anything. You know, when I think of halo, you look at combat evolved and you look at that game and it can be translated into a show so well. And you would still draw in a broader audience with your storytelling. You just add a little bit more to combat evolved. Maybe make chief talk a little bit more, maybe make the Marines like some guy on TikTok. I wish I had his name, but he suggested like, what if the Marines and the life pod when he's, leaving the pillar of autumn to land on the ring, you know, actually survive. So then it's like him trying to also keep the squad alive while investigating what the hell is going on in this ring. It's just, it's so fucking weird the way they went. And I, I just, I'm so sick of Hollywood being Hollywood or just, I understand you got to get a broader audience. I totally get that. But if you actually follow like a somewhat of a path where the fans who have actually supported the franchise for all these years can get behind it, well, then they're going to promote the show for you. It's basically free marketing. Everyone's like, oh, fuck, dude, you got to check this out. Like, look at Mandalorian and how good it's done. I know a lot of people out there are like kind of iffy about it. But for the most part, it's been a really fucking good series. So I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going anymore with this. But basically, the Halo TV show, uh, I would say season one gets a five out of ten. Honestly, the five is for some of the legitimate accuracy and Easter eggs that they do have in the show. And then the, the fight scene or the action scenes, some of them are pretty impressive, but they are also, the rest of the show is also a giant pile of shit. So yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to the, it just works podcast. Please consider once again, rating the show. I really appreciate it. And I, I hope all of you out there have a fantastic week. Be sure to check out the core collective podcast. Now, it's releasing on Fridays, so that's the new schedule for that. And then Just Working It Out will be back next Monday. So thank you guys so much, and I'll talk to you soon.
credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.